Hi, and welcome to Whole Heart Transformation. I am Melissa Alguera, your personal identity life coach. Let's go to the podcast. All right. Well, I'm here today with Pam Donahue. I, this is my spiritual mom. I, uh, I, I seriously say she's my spiritual mom. Anytime I talk about Pam, it's like she's the one who I go to for all my spiritual stuff. <laughs> So anyways, I, uh, so this is Pam, everybody. Look how beautiful she is. I used Aww, to do her hair. Look at that hair. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, I'll just brag on Pam a little bit. So Pam has been in my life for, oh gosh, like probably, I want to say like 12-ish years, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, I think so. Yeah. And um, the first... Uh, the reason why I asked Pam to come on the show is because she has interpreted a lot of my dreams, which is gnarly and uh, impressive and um, stuff that I would, I mean, I can interpret a little bit, but like Pam has got like her, her interpretation level is just insane. She's not going to like that. I'm saying that I'm just gonna let you know right now. <laughs> uh, but she interpreted one of my dreams and it actually changed my life. So, um, Pam, welcome yes. to Whole Heart Transformation. Thank you, Melissa. Very nice to be here. Yeah. So anything you want to say about yourself or, oh yeah, like how did you get involved in dream interpretation too, by the oh, way? So. Gosh, you know, um, that was really a gradual process. I remember a long time ago, uh, maybe about 25 years ago someone who I regarded as a prophet came to me one time and said, um, uh, you're going to be interpreting dreams. And I had nothing to do with dream interpretation at the time. And I just thought that he had totally missed it from the Lord. And, um, and it, it really was something that kind of unfolded gradually. Um, so I, I can't really see there was like a moment when it started, when I woke up one morning and I could interpret dreams. It's just something that um, it kind of just evolved real slowly. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but you know, I yeah, guess that's yeah. how it is sometimes. Yeah. So like after he said, this is what you're going to be doing, you were first like, you're crazy, but then you kind of like, well, maybe, maybe I can do that. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. I mean, at first it was like way out there because I, I was directing a drama ministry at the time. Mm. Um, and it was the last thing on my radar. People, you know, when they would say, oh, I had a dream last night, they would tell me about it. And I would just think, you know, okay, well, <laughs> no pizza for you before bedtime anymore. That was like <laughs> my go-to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gradually over the years, I began to realize the giftedness that that the Lord gave me. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things is the gift of wisdom. Another is the gift of counseling. And I found out that those two things tied in with a certain amount of critical thinking, at least for me, mm -hmm. um, really contributed a lot to dream interpretation. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Now, now it's... Um, it's just become very comfortable to me. Once you learn to relax and kind of allow the Lord to do his process and not get all 
wound up around the axles about it. You can, you, you can, you can figure it out. Yeah, I know. And I'm thinking about, I didn't even, I actually didn't consider that you were taking like your counseling and the, like the spiritual wisdom that you had and you were combining them. But I realized as you were saying that, that's what you've done with me. Like you've actually counseled Mm -hmm. me through that and, and helped me through on the other end, instead of just interpreting it and saying like, well, here it is, you know, (laughs) (laughs) this is what it is and it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And, And it also, I mean, honestly, it helps for me to know your history. Um, and your the histories of some of your family members whenever they have dreams as well, um, because I'm not the kind of person like you know you read about Daniel in the Bible who just you know he goes to the king and he says hey you had this dream and your dream you dreamed blah 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 and he just tells him the whole dream and then he says oh and by the way the dream means blah 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 and um, I don't. I don't operate on that level. Um, so what the Lord usually does with me is I ask a lot of questions. Um, when somebody says, I had a dream, my first questions are about the dream. Um, what, what colors did you see? Were, okay, you were driving a car. What was the age of the car? Make, model, color of the car. Was it your car? Were you driving? Were you a passenger? You have to ask a lot of questions. And you find that as you do, people leave out a lot of details about dreams that are actually very important. Hmm. Um, once you have every speck of information about the dream, then you can, you can begin to dissect it and break it down but it usually involves a lot more questions. And so far, the intention of the dream, um, some dreams are prophetic to guide you into your destiny. Some dreams are corrective to, you know, you're, you're not in a good place right now and the Lord's trying to uh, hone in on that. Or um, some dreams kind of take you backward in time to help you process through a life event that God wants you to get through. So, um, you, you have to figure it out. Yeah. 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 And if you don't, you know, I think what I find is a lot of people will say it feels like the dream has some sort of meaning, but uh-huh. they don't know what to do with it. They don't know where to go with it. They don't know how to process it. Yeah. And so then they just kind of dismiss it. Um, and I've seen that a lot, you know, yeah. even my daughter, she's, she's been having, you know, we've talked about this dreams lately and she, mm-hmm. she just had another one. and. She's like, did you call Pam? <laughs> I haven't called her yet. Give her a break. I have too many of my own that she's got to help me. With. You know, that's ridiculous. That's funny. Yeah. So you were kind of mentioning um, about how, um, like, just some of the details in the dreams. Mm-hmm. So is the, like, how do you define what is, like, where God is speaking to you versus maybe, like, something you're processing or the enemy, or is it like, can it all be combined? How do you, how do you, is there a way to define that? Or is it just like significant to each person? I really think it's significant to each person. Um, whenever somebody tells me a dream, I usually get stuck on one or two elements of the dream. Okay. Um, and a lot of times, like whenever you tell me one of your dreams, you'll be over here in this other world 
thinking about this this other element of the dream, which is fine because that's important too. But sometimes I I kind of leave the I I leave that to you because I know that the Lord speaks to you as well. Mm-hmm. So um <clears throat> I'm I listen to you and I think, okay, well, there's nothing here that's waving red flags and it sounds really good. So I'm gonna let that go and I'm gonna concentrate on the one or two elements that are are, are like you know, sticks in my mind. They're just like lodged in there. It's like, uh, you told me about a dream recently and um, it was a fairly horrendous dream. Yeah. But the thing that stuck out to me was the number two out of Mm. all of those details. um, There was an event that transpired over two days and that number two got really, really jammed into my mind. I knew that that was what the Lord wanted me to think about. Yeah. Well, the problem with the number two is it's it's really problematic. It can mean a ton of different things, multiplication or division. Um, but I knew before I even started that even though the dream was very, very negative, that the Lord had a positive meaning for it. I just mm. knew that. Um, and so that's what I was looking for. Since I knew that that's the direction the Holy Spirit wanted me to go, there's a lot of things about the number two that are negative, and I discounted all of those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is where your research and your homework and all that stuff comes into play. You have to you have to pay attention. Yeah. And and don't don't sweat the stuff that he doesn't tell you to figure out. Right. Figure out one thing at a time. Yeah. And it makes it a lot easier. So, so with the, okay, so, so with the dream we're talking about, there was the emotion that we were focusing on, I was focusing Mm -hmm. on, um, and really this is a dream that my husband had, but, but I was focusing on certain details. He was focused on certain details and freaking out about those details. And Pam was getting, she was outside of that emotional, ah, upheaval. So (laughs) she was able to like pull herself out of that obviously because she wasn't concerned about that but and then like see the detail that we were missing which we were totally missing like you know the number two it was a two-day event so she she was able to uh hear what the lord was saying in that and so would you say pam so like in that dream just as an example so like he was having an emotion in that dream um he was also seeing me having an emotion and a response in that dream and then there was like all these other things that were going on. So how were you able to like discern what was his own anxiety or fear that was coming through? Like versus really what God was trying to say or I don't know what the enemy was trying to show or do or, or whatever. So how do you, how do you kind of decipher between those things? Um, well, first of all, like I said, I knew immediately that the dream was positive. So that helped a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, second of all, I was able to ask a lot of questions. And if I didn't know you and your husband and your history as well as I do, mm-hmm. I would have asked a lot more questions. Yeah. Um, because I, I need to get to know you. I need to, need to get to know what you're doing. I need to know where you've been. And... Um, 
so I didn't have to do that so much because I know your history. Um, but because I knew your history, there were, there were some things that appeared very negative. Like I said, I discounted those because I knew I, the Holy Spirit just, I mean, he just said, it's a good dream, just, mm. just, you know, <clears throat> pardon me. So, um, yeah, that helped filter out a lot of the negative emotions that you were having. Mm -hmm. And toward, toward the end of it, um, you have to rely on some of the processes of the Lord. You and I had some conversation about a couple of elements of the dream afterward. Mm -hmm. And there's one thing I've learned, and it's rock solid. Um, Jesus says that it's from the heart that the mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. And you were saying some things from your heart. And some of those things were um, kind of outside of the situation, and I knew that they needed to be addressed. Right. So there was a certain amount of that's where the gift of counsel comes in too there's a there was a certain amount of um disconnection that needed to be reconnected and and mm -hmm. it was from your heart that you said that mm -hmm. so um so i knew that that was a direction that needed to take place and i needed to ask about that as well so right. sometimes sometimes interpretation and counseling and wisdom, I mean, they're all so interconnected. You can, you can start with something that God gave and then turn it into counseling. And mm -hmm. then, the, then the wisdom is the correct application of it. You have to be able to interpret correctly. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like a word of prophecy. It's just like a scripture. Sometimes you've got to spend a little time with it, meditate on it, treat it as something sacred. Mm. And 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 get get to know what it is that God is trying to say. Um, so, in your husband's case, whenever he had that dream, I realized that it was a timeline mm -hmm. that one the two days represented something that had already taken place, and something that was going to take place possibly from the demonic realm very soon. Mm -hmm. And 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 there was this stuff in between that showed a very basic um, uh, mechanical feature of the enemy that, that came into play as well. And I thought that that was very revealing um, and actually very helpful. So um, I'm not sure if I'm answering your question. No, it's okay. It's just, uh, <laughs> we're, we're just doing this. <laughs> but um, like I said, spend some time with it. You have to be very objective. When it comes to dreams, you have to decide before someone comes to you for counsel or comes to you with a dream that no matter what happens, you're going to stay in a state of love in your heart for mm. all the parties involved. Really important. Yeah. If, like if your you know, brother or your sister or your mom comes to you and says, oh, I had this dream about Uncle Larry, and you hate Uncle Larry, um, that's, that's totally going to color what you say mm. so so don't do that i would just counsel you i mean if you're in that situation let someone else take care of that dream until you deal with how you feel about uncle larry yeah 
so um yeah that's that's a decision you have to make and you have to ask god for wisdom mm -hmm. um and the bible promises that if we do that he'll give us liberally abundantly and i believe that but part of understanding wisdom is knowing that you may not wake up the next morning and just have the interpretation of the dream yeah it, it, it might be months or even years wow so, um, yeah be be patient yeah. sit with it be friends with it don't read too much into it if it seems like a negative dream try to understand dissect it try to understand what god is doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's great that's great advice like i feel like we we have a dream that scares us and then we end up freaking out and what's going on you know i don't know like I, there were snakes in my dream and i got bit and spiders and, and spiders and, and yeah yeah and i yeah. got all those too and you know they were they were crazy you know yeah. and yeah. bad stuff was going on at the time but god was uh, at least in my life he was revealing it and he was slowly revealing it i think it took from the time that i started having some of those dreams maybe two years for stuff to be pulled back so yeah. It is, it is definitely a process. And I, I also wonder too, like, I remember just bringing this up, you know, cause it's my personal life, but, and I'm fine with, I'm fine with sharing all of my life, <laughs> but I just was thinking about how still like when there was that dream about what was going on in, in secret and I had that dream and you interpreted it and I was like, no way, that's not real. You know? And I, and I even, I allowed myself to not go there and face what was coming up for me and you were so gentle with just kind of being like okay like if that if you feel like that's what the dream is about okay and you just validated my experience and then of course when everything did come to light it was like okay actually this was right and it did happen and it was happening <laughs> you know <laughs> um but i think god is so so gracious even in that because he he knows what we can and can't handle and sometimes yeah. it takes time too you know so and i've had i know i've had uh people in my life where they've told me dreams and i was like oh yeah i'm pretty sure the lord is giving some sort of warning and clarification just for your sanity and your health yeah and it's hard to receive because it's scary so yeah, yeah. I, I i remember that experience when you told me and see the thing about it was is that god had given you the dream mm -hmm. and then you came to me and i told you what i thought and even though you um you you denied that as the reality at the time yeah god gave you the heads up it was mm -hmm. it was on your radar yeah and it wouldn't have done me any good to jam it down your throat right would, you know so um you just that's part of taking a step back and trusting the processes of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He's so good and he's so gentle. And he, like I said, he, he, he gave you, he gave you the information that you needed in order to <clears throat> handle what happened. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And I know that even though it was hard uh, when everything was revealed, it was like also, Oh, the Lord actually loves me so much because he, showed me yeah. yes <laughs> and so yes. i could lean back on that when i wasn't feeling that way that love or whatever at that time when i was so broken it was like i could lean back on that 
that love that he had for me, knowing that mm-hmm. he was revealing stuff. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So, okay. So you were talking about, um, colors in a dream and that's something that, um, I've always, mm-hmm. we haven't really talked about colors very much. I, I think I've, when I've shared my dreams, I don't talk about colors a lot with you, but so tell me about colors in a dream. Like, what do you, is it, is it the same where it's like different for each person or kind of like, do the colors usually have meaning like across the board for, for all people or, I mean, obviously everybody's in, individually different, but. Right. Right. Well, okay. Um, colors can mean so many different things. Colors are like numbers. Hmm. They can mean so many different things. Now, there are some colors that kind of, you know, I mean, they generally hold true insofar as they're positive colors, like mm-hmm. blue is a positive color, white is positive, purple is, you know, those kinds of things. Um, generally, not always. I mean, you can have blue like a, a bruise. Um, mm. And that's, you know, I mean, that's different. So you kind of have to take it e- each color at a time. Now, the there's some other colors that um, are, you know, I mean, they're all over the place, like the color red. Uh, red can mean passion. It can mean the blood of Christ. It can mean danger. Stop. Warning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, orange. Okay, you can mean like hazard, like what you would see, like a hazard cone on the freeway. Or it can mean something healthy, like oranges. It's, it's, it's the context of the dream. So mm-hmm. usually what I do is I don't get I don't really allow anything to, to, to get stuck in my mind and so far as this means this. Right. Um, that's kind of a dangerous thing to do in dream interpretation. So I'll wait till somebody tells me a dream. I'll ask questions about the dream. I'll get I'll get everything about it. And then I will start doing research. And um, I'll just use Google, you know, I'll just use a search engine and I'll just type in, you know, Christian symbols for dreams and I'll, and I'll, sometimes I'll go to 10 or 12 websites and I'll read Mm -hmm. what it is. And it's a process with me. I will read, I will study it until I read something that makes sense. And that's the only way I can describe it. It's like something just kind of like clicks. Yeah. It's like highlighted, like really, is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like highlighted. It pops out, it clicks. Mm. And it makes sense. That's kind of like um, recently, um, you know, your daughter had a dream, and one of the elements of the dream that I really got stuck on was mm. ribbon. Yes. Okay. There were ribbons in the dream, and so I got online and I started studying ribbons. I'm like, okay, well, what does ribbon mean? And I think I had to go through about because everything I read about ribbons didn't make sense to me. I thought, no. Okay, it's not that, it's not that, it's not that. I mean, you really have to learn to just dismiss it, just, you know, and not try to make, force it to fit. Yeah. Um, so I finally got, I finally found this woman's blog and she mm. was talking about dream symbols and I don't even know who she was or the, what the blog was, but she, she said that um, ribbons represent a journey or a trip that you're supposed to make or something that you're supposed to be doing. Ribbons represent something that God wants you to do. And when I read that, that it was like a light bulb just turned on. It was revelation. Yeah. And you know when you get revelation, right? Revelation just goes right to your bones. You can feel it. It changes everything. 
And so I knew when I read that, that that's what ribbons represented in her dream. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with colors. It's the same way with numbers. You have to, you have to be able to figure it out. Now, when I read the number two in your husband's dream, mm-hmm. and I read that it represented multiplication and division, I knew that it represented both. Something was yeah. being multiplied to him in a positive sense, and something was being divided from him in a, in a negative sense, but it was something that God had divided from him, and so it was good. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's really helpful, though, because I actually didn't – I, I kind of tend to not always pay attention to color, so that's really, really good. I had mm-hmm. a dream um, a couple weeks ago. So with my, like all my group coaching that I do, I've noticed that some stuff I'm getting ahead of time, like to know how to coach or what I'm going to be doing. Mm -hmm. And I had this dream and it was, it was crazy. I was at this hospital and this woman was, was giving birth and, um, the baby had died and the baby like didn't have all its parts. And I was holding the baby while it Mm. was dying. And she was really detached from the baby. And I was like, what is this? I didn't, I didn't um, really know the person that I was holding this baby for. Well, then um, I woke up and I thought, that's really weird. Like the baby died. I'm weeping over the baby. And so the next day um, I had my group coaching. And one of the things that um, a woman in our group had revealed was that she had had an abortion. Well, when we were doing um, mm-hmm. role, role play and parts, mm-hmm. she had me hold the part of the boarded a baby. Oh my gosh. It was like, I, and, I'm, and I'm sitting in this and I know, <clears throat> but I was so ready already yeah. like to hold yeah. that space. And yeah. she, yeah. she like reconciled with the, with that part, you know, the baby in a sense, you know what I mean? Like oh. in that, and I was holding it. Yeah. And yeah. the Lord had like already revealed that to me. And I was like, dang, I should probably like, ask him a little more at times. (laughs) As you know, I have so many and sometimes I'm overwhelmed by the level of dreams that I have, but I was like, okay, like, so now the Lord's showing me what I'll be doing even in my coaching with people. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty amazing. Like, yeah, just how he, even if you're not aware, it's like, he's still preparing you to, to do something and Mm -hmm. you may not even be aware. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about like colors a little bit and, and numbers. That's uh, super cool. Cause I know numbers have a lot of meaning just in life. I know when we were in Hawaii a couple of weeks ago, I, we had the number eight everywhere, which, you know, everywhere um, eight is hmm. like uh, change. And so it's yeah. my favorite number. And, and so I was like all excited, everything from our room number to, I don't even know. It was like, everything was eight. Uh, and even my husband said, dang, like we are seeing a lot of eights here. <laughs> it's a little bit crazy. Um, but so one of the things that I'm really curious about is like with um, emotions in the dream, because I think we often will wake up and we feel icky or we feel mm-hmm. uh, or maybe like happy, I don't know, or we're just confused. And so does that, the feelings that you have, like when you wake up from a dream, does mm-hmm. that usually mean something or is it just maybe like how you're processing a dream? Well, a lot of, sometimes it does mean something. Um, okay. I, <clears throat> gosh, um, it was, it's, it's, 
okay, it's like you said with, with your dream, holding a baby that was dying. Um, if you woke up feeling really, really sorrowful, that's one thing. But if you woke up feeling really joyful because you knew the baby was going to heaven and that it mm-hmm. was, you know, like a relief from a burden or something, it, it, that's, that's completely different. Now, but I would say that um, um, this is where it helps to have a, a really trusted, um, godly, hopefully mature friend that you can talk to with your dreams. Because sometimes you can wake up from your dreams feeling awful, feeling very anxious and, and fearful like, like, like you did after Malachi's dream and like you yeah. did. Yeah. Um, you both felt like, you know, your worlds were coming apart for a few moments. Mm-hmm. Um, if you dream about something that has been scary or traumatizing or um, a source of anger for you in the past and you wake up feeling that way, I would just counsel anyone to talk to someone else about it. Take a step Mm. back from that Um, because it's very natural. If you've been traumatized by something and you have a dream about it, you're going to wake up feeling traumatized. Mm -hmm. And that may not be what the dream is about at all. Um, And you, and at the, in that moment, you kind of need to be rescued. Yeah. So I would, I would just, I, I would tell you to, Try not to um, hang on to that. Try, I mean, try very much to pray through it and let go of it and start talking to someone about it. Yeah. Um, because God's trying to reveal something to you. Yeah. Um, like, you're, like you still are dealing with, uh, like you have unaddressed trauma and pain. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. But, and it's coming out in your dreams and like God yeah. is like revealing that it's still yeah. there. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And that was just a, a small element of Malachi's dream, right? But it was it was it was something that still needs um, healing. So yeah. yeah. So you get so what you're saying is is like so in a dream like what he had, where there was a time it was a timeline and some of his behavior and the consequences of that. Some of it revealed uh, generational stuff, and then what he was also going to walk away from generationally. So with that, he had emotions in there that was being revealed that he still hadn't dealt with. Was that based on how he woke up, the fear that he had, are you saying? Or are you just saying because in the dream, he had the, this emotion attached to it? I, I, I'd say both. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He had it in the dream. He, he kind of freaked out in the dream at mm-hmm. you know, a couple of points. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, justifiably. Yeah, <laughs> but and he also woke up feeling very, very uh, disconcerted, out of place. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of not knowing what to do. And right, so yeah, yeah. It, it's a combination, and it and it's different with everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I've noticed with a lot of people that um, have you know, like where their spouse is, is uh, committing adultery or there's infidelity going on. Mm-hmm. I noticed that a lot of the partners of those people that are betraying, 
will have mm-hmm. dreams like oh, yeah. all throughout that without knowing what's going on, um, especially with like sex addiction and stuff. A lot of people don't know what's going on because there really isn't, you know, most of that behavior is, is not like where they're building another relationship, but they're just have, have a behavior that they're doing. So what I find mm-hmm. a lot of the wives or even husbands were dreaming about those things. Like, what is your, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts about that? Like, is that because we're all like intertwined or like, what, what are your thoughts? I don't know. This is kind of a random, I, I didn't prepare you for this. One, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. Um, like I said, dreams to me are, are um, fall very much within the purview of counseling as well. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. And, 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 and this is just really the bottom line. God loves you. And he wants, he wants you to become the creature that he has known before the creation of the world that you could be. And mm. he will do, okay, I will, I'll, I'll amend my next statement. If you have prayed and asked the Lord to help you, Ask the, if your heart is in the right place, even if you haven't asked the Lord to help you, even if you have a longing to um, follow God, he, the answer to those longings are yes and amen, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. And he will bring correction to you. He'll allow you to have dreams. He'll allow your partner to have dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, he is not above uh, <laughs> the, the dragging out your dirty laundry for your spouse to see. Yep. True that. Okay. That being said, um, Jesus is not uh, in the business of dragging out dirty laundry ever, unless it's for a real specific reason. Mm-hmm. God wants you to be whole and he wants you um, to be healed. He wants you to be free. He wants you to be delivered yeah, and set aside for his purposes. And he will um, do whatever he has to do if that's what you want, really deep down, if that's what you want. If it's not what you want, if you want to walk away from him, I don't know. All bets are off. He may do it anyway. <laughs> um, people say, oh, God is a gentleman and he'll never violate our will. And that, 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 that. Well, okay, tell Saul of Tarsus that. Um, yeah. That's my reply to that. Mm-hmm. T- tell Jonah that. Yeah. Um, because, yes, he absolutely will. Yeah. Well, tell the woman at the well that with her five husbands and the one that she wasn't. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Five husbands and, and yeah. (laughs) So um, what I would say to you is that if you ever find yourself in a position where God has ratted you out Mm. to your spouse, get, get the help you need. Um, because God is after you. He's trying, he's trying to tell you how much he loves you. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's just all there is to it. He, that's, that's the beginning of the end of it. At the basis of everything is God's love. Yeah. And so start asking him how you can be healed or how you can bring, help bring healing to your spouse and um, go through the doors that he opens. Yeah, yeah. But That's yeah, so he'll, he'll do that all the time. Yeah. He'll, yeah. He'll, he'll tell the people he needs to tell so that you can be healed and free. And it's such a different perspective of what you hear. A lot of times you hear people saying like, it's, you know, it's so that they can suffer, you know, not in the sense of like God's love, right? Like, like he's actually revealing it because he loves you. And I I know from my, uh, my perspective and what I saw with my husband, I I have never seen God pursue anyone that way. (laughs) And so I'm so not deserving, you know, in a sense, like from my point of view, from my human standards, right? Like, um, but like God did and, and yeah. God was like, he, and it, and it, and I still trip out at the timeline of it too, because it's like at any point God could have revealed, but there was a timing and there was a place. And, and, and I know that like, for me, I wasn't ready when, yeah. um, when he first, well, I mean, he's, he was doing what he was doing forever, but, but in a sense, like I had to be ready too. So God was preparing my heart to yeah. be ready. And I think that that's what a lot of people don't understand with dreams is like, that's why sometimes some stuff is revealed. You may get something for a minute, like, or a little while, and then the dreams kind of wane off for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then like mm-hmm. the Lord's always bringing it back because it is that, that love, that pursuit, I, it's just wild to me, his pursuit of people. So yes, that makes sense to me that that would be why you would be having the dreams about your partner. You know, I think God loves both people. You know, he doesn't want either one to suffer. You know, he wants both people to be healed. Now, having said that, I'm going to throw out a little word of caution here. Okay. When, when I was first married, I had dreams all the time that my husband was having an affair. Hmm. And he wasn't. Yeah. He really, really wasn't. Yeah. And that was, that was just my own insecurity mm. coming through. That was my own soul bleeding through. Um, and so. Um, yeah, this careful. is good. Yeah. 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 So yeah. how did you figure out? Because when, when you were first married to him, was that before or after you started really learning to interpret dreams? Like. How did you oh, that was, that was way before. That was okay. way before. Yeah. And, and to be fair, okay, <clears throat> I have to say this too. When I met my husband um, before we were married uh, and shortly after we were married, I just, I really kind of started drifting away from the Lord quite a bit. And I went on what I refer to as my seven-year backslide. Mm. Um, and after seven years, I, I recommitted my life to the Lord and, and have never looked back and never will. But it was in that period of time um, that I, I was a Christian, but I wasn't following the Lord at all. Mm-hmm. I wasn't reading my Bible or do, going to church or doing anything <clears throat> that you associate with that. And so, you know, I would having stepped out from underneath God's protective umbrella for my life uh, probably opened me up to a lot of dreams and 
that were filtered through my insecurity. Mm. So, um, yeah, you've, you've, you've got to, you've got to, sometimes you have to have some help in being able to figure out what's going on, where those lines are drawn. Yeah. 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 That's for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we're almost out of time. Um, I think, okay. I, let me look at my questions here because I had one more question I think I really wanted to ask you. Okay. Um, I think especially like we were talking about some of the symbols or whatever in dreams. So I'm curious because I do hear a lot of people say um, like s snakes or spiders. So can they be interpreted with like as good or um, at any point? Like, okay, like, so for example, like I've heard people talk about how snakes were biting them and it was like, um, maybe it was a black snake, but they didn't know what kind of snake it was. And it was biting them. It was hurting and they were feeling it in the dream. Um, but then it didn't like poison them in the dream. So something like that, like what would you just off the top? I know you have to get the details, but like, yeah, is there a way? Um, I would say that there are times whenever snakes and spiders could be beneficial in dreams because in nature, snakes and spiders are beneficial creatures. Right. Okay. Um, spiders keep a lot of bugs out of your house mm -hmm. and snakes keep a lot of vermin out of your yard. Mm -hmm. So um, they're generally regarded as being horrific in dreams and that's usually the case. Okay. But I would say you've got to take it in context with the whole rest of the dream, what happens at the end of it, uh, like you said, what color it is, what mm -hmm. it's doing, if it's attacking you, if it's biting you. I mean, that's, you know, that's something that you've got to take into consideration. But um, yeah, that may not always be the case. It, it's, it's also individual. It's, you know, um, you, you really have to, to stand back and take a look at what the snake is doing or what the spider is doing, how you're responding to it, what exactly is going on, what's transacting, how does this end, and take it from there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes a little more sense, too, because if you have, like, a snake that bites you and you, like, pick it up and you throw it and you, like, stomp on it, that's different than one that's biting you and then it somehow it like disappears, you know, right? Like yeah. there's differences between those yeah. things. Well, I mean, it's like uh, one time recently you had a dream that involved a monarch butterfly. Right. Monarch butterflies are gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I mean, every year we grow milkweed so that they'll come. We have mm -hmm. incubated the chrysalis, the chrysalides, the whatever you call them. We've put them in tents. We've, baby these things along because they're really, really, really pretty. Mm -hmm. But the thing about monarchs usually in dreams is they're not good because, mm -hmm. because they are, they are um, big flashy creatures that come from a very, very, very tiny egg, which is kind of, uh, that can be interpreted as something negative. Okay. Also too, they're poisonous. Right. Um, and some people don't know this. They eat milkweed. Milkweed is poisonous. If a bird eats a monarch butterfly, um, it will either throw it up or it will die. So yeah. um, it, it's, you've, you've got to, sometimes, it, like I said, do your homework. 
find out about monarch butterflies. Um, if it's a significant symbol in your dream, and that's going to really, really give you a lot of information as to the rest of what's going on. Right. Yeah. 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 And with that one, you know, it's, that one was like so interesting how the monarch, you know, came into play with another butterfly and then a bird eating and it was just crazy. So yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. And you can't, you know, it's like in the dream, I know I had felt like, okay, there's something good in here. And, and there was like really good things in here. But uh -huh. then of course, because I've had so many other things where, <laughs> you know, the Lord reveals the enemy's plan. Sometimes I'm like, Oh no, is this another one of those? You know? So yeah, it, it makes sense. <laughs> and I'm like, Petting your feathers down. Okay, take I know, I know, I know. You're like, you're like, I'll call you in two days after you relax. And you're, and you're like, are you relaxed? And I'm like, I'm not relaxed. So, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. Well, is there any last thing you want to say? You said something really beautiful earlier, just about like God, His love, and like how He just He wants you. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. That was just so. I was moved. I almost cried. Uh, but is there anything else you want to share before we end our time to get today? Um, the, the only thing that I would put emphasis on is that uh, when it comes to dreams, you, even if it seems like a dream where you can't or shouldn't trust God in it, uh, know that you can. He, he is faithful. And if it's something that is confusing to you, ask someone else. If it's something that continues to be confusing to you, God is not the author of confusion. Mm -hmm. So I'll always, always, always go back to the scriptures. If it contradicts the scriptures and you can't figure it out, just put it on the back burner forever if you need to. If it's something that if God has given you a direction in your life and it contradicts that direction, um, try to figure it out. If you can't, get rid of it. Don't, mm. don't dwell in confusion. Don't dwell in doubt. Get your eyes back on the Lord. He loves you. He's faithful. He wants what's best for you. And sometimes, like I said, we have dreams out of our, our own souls and our own insecurities and our own anxieties. They do bleed through. Mm -hmm. And not everything about a dream is like 100%, you know, roses and, and rainbows. God tells us to sift the holy from the profane. And so learn to do that with your dreams as well. So, and again, you can you can rest in the knowledge that he has you mm. always he always will and he'll always do what's best to bring you to the place where he wants you to be yeah, yeah. so beautiful thanks for joining me today pam i'm glad that i can expose the world to your amazingness oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna thanks beat me up later about me. this stop it yeah just but, cut yeah. it out <laughs> i know i know i'm getting mushy but <laughs> yeah, I'm just so happy that you're here and that you're in my life. And I'm just glad that other people can experience the things that God has shown you. So 
Uh, All right. All right. Thanks for inviting me. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for joining us today and we will see you next time. If you've enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and rate the show. Also, if you really, really enjoyed it, share it with a friend. If you also are looking for coaching, you can find me at www.identitylife.coach. And you can follow me on Instagram, identity.life.coach.